welcome to the Live for Marriage, Money, and Teenagers podcast, where we talk about ways to have a happy marriage, live debt-free and financially free, to raising teenagers to be successful adults. We will dive into marriage prep to what our guests have found that works for their marriages and surviving those teenage years and giving your kids lessons to be a successful adult that they may not learn in school and how to be debt-free and reach your financial freedom goals so you have choices to retire early or to have the retirement that you want. Now, here's your host, author of Mills Way to Richer Living book, Bruce Mills. Hello, everyone. Hey, fix or sell the cars, the question of the day. Recently, we took our car in for an oil change and the store manager came out to the sitting room where I was and gave me a long list of repairs that the car needed. It was over $3,600. I had a little bit of a sticker shock and I said, I don't know if the car's even valued at that much anymore. Well, when the shock you know, wore off me. I told him I was going to hold off for now and go home and think about it, talk to Darlene. When I got home, I started looking up used cars that had less miles, but I like to stay with Lexus. I really like all the Lexus I've had in the past, and Toyota makes them, so Toyota parts are cheap to fix, if, if you can say cheap, I guess, for any car repairs. And I wanted a car... Newer, of course, with less miles. And I was looking up the value of my car currently. And shoot, I was going to spend at least $15 easy for the same model car. Maybe eight years newer, maybe 80,000 miles less, but $15,000 more. Then Darlene came home from work and we talked it out and we decided to take the car to our normal mechanic just for a second opinion. See what he would say. We told him that we liked the car and it runs really nice. He said it was a nice car and it had a really good motor in it. He was in favor of fixing it if we were going to hold on to the car for a couple years at least. He brought up the fact that all cars need maintenance work done to them. And if you buy a used car with 60, 70,000 miles, you get somebody else's problems. And odds are, you don't know how they drove that car. And it's probably.
kids. Bill wrote, first, if your goal is to keep automobile costs down, buying is much better than leasing a car. The three largest costs in automobile ownership are depreciation, insurance, and finance charges. Leasing tends to maximize all of these costs. Next one, he says, don't lease a car. If you can't afford the payment on the car, you may want to downsize what you want. Then another good book I like is Susie Orman's book. She said that taking out leases is a costly financial mistake. She also said certified pre-owned cars with a warranty is a good option. When we looked at certified pre-owned cars ourselves versus regular used cars, they were a lot higher. I mean, the prices were much, much, much higher. The sticker prices helped me in my decision on keeping our current car and fixing it up. Now, before we talk more about fixing the car or selling it, let's take a quick commercial break. Hey everyone, just a quick break so I can tell you about our show sponsor for today. Welcome back. Let's talk more about some tips to think about if you decide not to fix the car and you want to go buy another one. If you want the pain of car shopping, here are some things that we covered with our boys. First, call your independent mechanic and see what car they would recommend. Our mechanic wants us to stay with Lexus, Toyota, Hondas because he said they're more reliable and cheaper to repair. Next, call your insurance company to find out what insurance would cost on the make and model and year of the car you're looking at. Get quotes from different years and models also. You may be surprised on the price difference. I also get quotes from different insurance companies. Third one. Find out what plates and registration for that vehicle is going to be costing you. Check different years and models of the vehicle. For instance, our van costs over $400 a year and our car is about $100 a year because it's older. That's quite a bit of money to me. Fourth, save up money and pay cash for the car you want to buy. If you have to take out a loan, put at least 20% down or more. And try not to have a loan for over 36 months. Five, we like to buy used cars. Only buy a new car if you're close to your financial freedom goals or you have a net worth over a million dollars. Six, buy the car, do not lease it. Life and my finances show a study on a lease ad that was for $189 per month. Sounds like a great deal, but the actual cost after three years with all the cost and the down payment was a monthly cost of over $431.19. No thanks. I'll pay cash for our cars. Seven, car payments should not be more than 20% of your take-home pay. Again, I encourage them to pay cash for their cars and not more than 20% of their yearly take-home pay. So, if they bring home, let's say, a net worth of 
$48,000, then they need to spend less than $9,600 on a used car. If they have to borrow money and their take-home pay is $4,000 a month, then no more than $800 a month car payment for that car. Again, we encourage them to live debt-free for life. Now, whether our boys listen to us or not, that's a whole nother gambit. Eight, if you do need to get a car loan, be sure to shop around for the best rates, best deals. Nine, value of all your vehicles in the house should be less than 50% of your total yearly take-home income. Ten, to get a Carfax report on any vehicle that our boys want to buy to make sure it wasn't in a wreck or it hasn't been in a flood. 11. To look up the Kelly Blue Book values of each make and model of the car that they're looking at to make sure the price is in their range and also make sure the dealer isn't overcharging them. 12. To get certified cars in the price range, if not, take the one they're deciding on to a mechanic. Have it checked out. 13. Think of repair costs, fuel costs. What's it going to cost to maintain that car they're buying? For instance, our Lexus tires, oil changes, and fuel costs are more than our van and Honda. Of course, some people may work so far away that they have to buy a car they fill. But there are other options than to buy a car if they don't have the money saved up. One, maybe they could take public transportation. Two, Possibly they could use Lyft or Uber rideshare. Or three, they could ride with a friend from work and give them some gas money. Four, they could ride a bike. Ride that bike to work. Get some exercise. Five, they could walk to work. Again, good exercise. Six, they could take a taxi. People can survive if they can't afford a car to drive. If you live far away from work, maybe move closer to work. So many options other than going into debt for something that depreciates in value. We teach the boys to buy assets that appreciate in value. We had bought a car for Logan to drive for college last year. That was a simple cash transaction with no trade-in. We like those. Now we end up selling the car because he... Decided to go into the Navy. Now he's not going to the Navy. He's going back into college, but we're not going to buy him another car. He's on his own now. When we bought our van a year ago, it wasn't as easy as when we bought the Logan's car. For instance, we end up buying from the same dealer we had bought from four years before when our other van got totaled. The van we were trading in last year was a van that we bought from them four years ago. And they had talked it all up about how this van's going to hold its value. It's such a great deal. We paid roughly $15,500 for the van four years ago. And all they wanted to give us trade-in was a big $1,500. Whoopee! Wow. (laughs) I wish I could say that is a normal story. But the same thing happened to us in Minnesota. We were there over eight hours and the boys were getting bored and so hungry. 
it was not a fun shopping experience for a new van, that's for sure. Plus, to save another $1,000 on that van we were buying, we had to finance it through them and make three monthly payments before paying it off early. Playing the game for that $1,000 with them, it was some hassle, but it saved us like $700 roughly. More gimmicks from the car dealers. Some people buy and sell their vehicles to private parties, which normally works out for them. You know, we recently sold Logan's car to a private person that our mechanic knew, and it worked out good. I had him pay cash, so right now with COVID going on, it was a challenge for him to get the cash together, but he did, and it went pretty smooth, I thought. I myself, I really like to work with dealers, and I prefer small independent dealers over the large dealers. The independent smaller dealers seem to have more used cars in the price range I'm looking at. At our house, we have a 2017 Chrysler used van and a 2008 Lexus. Both vehicles is about 31% of our yearly pay. Of course, what a dealer may give us would probably be a lot less. We also cover with the boys how to maintain their vehicles so they'd last longer. And hopefully it'll save them money in the future and save them money on doing those fun car shopping trips. <laughs> we do plan on buying Darlene a new van when it hits about 125,000 miles since we drive it a lot back and forth to see family. We still have two or three more years to go before we get to go do that fun car shopping. We are going to plan on holding our car for life. Now, some ways that we can hopefully hold our car for life is we just don't drive it that often. I use it for golf and doing some errands. We probably only put 5,000 miles on it a year, so it should last. I hope my podcast helped you if you were looking for a car or trying to decide if it's time to go buy a car or not. We hope everyone hits their financial freedom goals from our family, the Millsway. Before I leave you, here's some positive quotes that I like. First one is, get your money to work for you as hard as you work for it by Napoleon Hill. Next, one, make money. Two, use that money to make more money. Three, repeat the process by Warren Buffett. Next one, there's no way to happiness. Happiness is the path by Buddha. And the last one, change your thoughts, change your life by Wayne Dwyer. Now let me know what you think about our, my podcast. Remember, I'm not giving you financial advice, legal advice, medical advice. You can see my disclaimers at millsway.com. I just want to help you hit your financial freedom goals, retire early, enjoy life, be more successful. Remember, don't give up on your dreams. Don't let others talk you out of your dreams. Make your dreams happen. Make it happen today. Take action. Be sure to check out my website at millsway.com, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Live For Marriage, Money, and Teenagers podcast with Bruce Mills. Be sure to check back every Thursday for a new Live For podcast at anchor.fm, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, Radio Public, Spotify, and more coming. Or go to millsway.com or liveforclub 
Please support this podcast at anchor.fm slash live for or millsway.com or paypal.me slash millsway. If you want to be a guest on the show, email us at bruce at millsway.com. Thanks and have a great day.